Okay, y'all. Welcome back to Black People Love Paramore. Welcome to season three. This is where we talk about the traditionally quote unquote unblack things large groups of black people go up for. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Five stars only because we are five star bitches. Word to Yogati. I am your host, Sequoia. And today we're chatting about Red Lobster. But before we get into that, I need to tell y'all about some changes that have taken place on this here show. So Jordan will no longer be joining us as a co-host. He may be a guest every now, you know, sometimes, but he will no longer be a co-host. I will be the sole host of this podcast. And Miss Jewel here, who is on today, I know that was a fan fave and my fave as well, will be a recurring guest host. She won't be on every episode, but listen in because she's going to be on she's going to be on some episodes. OK, Jewel, would you like to say anything to the to the congregation? I mean, I'm kind of stunned that people want us to argue the way that we argue regularly. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. is mm-hmm. everybody okay? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Niggas <laughs> is bored. Niggas is bored. They want this. This is the content they want. This is literally what we do in the group text anyway. So, you know, this I'm excited. This is the day-to-day anyways. If I could just bring this alive, I have a reason to now harass Jewel face-to-face via voice. Because usually I'll just be sending her voice notes harassing her, you know? And now she can respond back in real time to my harassment. It is like a trap. I love it. Oh, I should have put her on contract so I could really have trapped her. I love Let's this. Let's move on. Let's I move really on. love this. Let's move on. <laughs> okay, y'all. We're talking about Red Lobster today. But before we get into that, we have a segment called In My Defense. For those of y'all who are new here or don't remember, because it's been a little bit of time. It's only been a month since the last season ended. But anyways, In My Defense is a segment where we bring one of our controversial opinions and we defend it for y'all. I have one this week. Jewel, do y'all do you have a In My Defense this week? I do. You, you, ready, to, you ready to hear it? On a level of one to ten, how controversial is this In My Defense? I would say it's not that controversial. Okay. I personally think that everyone should feel this way, but okay. And I feel I feel the same about mine. So I'm gonna go ahead and let your yours go first. I'm I was sure gonna let you're them, wrong. No, I think I think that I'm right. I'm gonna let you go first. <laughs> so you know, uh, in the spirit of the Oscars, I'm not talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock because I am tired. But in the spirit of the Oscars, "Be Alive" was not the best Oscar song, and neither was the song by Phineas and uh, Billy. Whoop. Wait, this Does, is way more controversial than I was expecting. Wait, wait a minute now. Yes, That's it is now. Dos Araguitas. Okay. Oh, Lord. Not a we don't talk about Bruno Sam. It's please. called Encanto. Please. And so we're not going to make it seem. And I was already mad because y'all was all complaining and everybody was mad because we don't talk about Bruno didn't get nominated. Dos Araguitas is the girl. Okay. Two Caterpillars is the song. That's the. On that. What's that movie? Encanto. You talk, That's what that is. Encanto. Have you seen Encanto? No. And so this is why. Mm-hmm. This is like, this is Dos Arguitas, is, it translates to two caterpillars. And it's basically like, it's like the lifeblood of the, of the, the, you know, of the movie. Because it's when everything starts to come together, when everything starts to make sense, where the plots all kind of come to a head. That's okay. this song where it's like, I'm explaining to you why this family has generational trauma and generational issues. Is that what Encanto is about? No, wait I didn't know nothing about. <laughs> I didn't know nothing about. I th- okay, I thought Encanto no, 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 was we- a child's movie. You know, something like giving Finding Nemo. You know, something, something. You know, something like something cute for the girls. Encanto is about generational trauma. 
oh, so maybe I should watch it. You probably see, should. See, nobody told me nothing. Nobody be telling me nothing. Y'all just it's be about, doing stuff and not telling me nothing. It's about the ways in which trauma in one generation. So I believe that's trauma, how she kind of inflicts harm and, um, you know, trauma on the next generations in an effort to like, you know, people traumatize and go to therapy. And wow. then they be putting their baggage on you. Wow, wait, no, I'll watch this shit tonight. I'm reading Girl, the way, a book. I watched it twice. Yeah. I'm reading a book about um have you ever read What Happened to You by Oprah? No. And okay, Dr. Perry, I wanna say. It's a pretty it's pretty much like the neuroscience behind trauma and like how it oh. actually affects your brain the by way your Oprah? brain develops. By it's a, it's actually by a neuroscientist turned psychologist, and Oprah oh, okay. is interviewing them for the book. You know what I mean? So it's like an interview setup, whatever. It's phenomenal, Jewel. I'm telling you, ten out of fucking ten stars. It's crazy. I reference that shit every day in conversation. I know niggas is sick of me. I know my friends are like, "Girl, you really think that you know some shit now that you read this little book?" I do though, but I tell do me, now. I now y'all can't tell me nothing now that I know all this I'm like damn trauma really affects like goddamn everything so I will watch that you have to watch it tonight now what I will say is that it the the song that I'm talking about that got nominated for Oscar and lost tragically okay that song is it gives a little more empathy you know people who are traumatized they go on to like traumatize other people whatever I got less empathy Nana, you done had time. You could have took your ass to therapy. Stop. Or you could have talked to somebody. You could have did some, Nana. I don't want to hear it. This personally. This but, is true. But it's a cute little bop song. And do I send uh, voice memos to my song singing, butchering the Spanish, the Espanol of that song? Of me singing hmm. Dos Arriguitas? Oh you know what? I think that we deserve a little bit of a sample right and now. And I think I knew that you were going to do it. And so I won't be doing that. You know, my, <clears throat> my wow. the sinuses are still draining. Wow. Now niggas trying to use their sickness. But wow. That's the, <laughs> but that's the song. And I know it in Spanish and I know it in English. And so that Y'all is my contribution. You learn the songs in Spanish and English, Jewel. That is and my you won't even give us a little opinion. piece of none not of one, You won't give us a, a little, little Not a little inkling? piece of nothing. Not nothing. But I can't wait um, for you to watch it. And and that is my controversial opinion is that that was the best song in the category and not Okay. Be alive. And wait, which one won? Did Beyonce win? Uh, No. Billy and Oh, Phineas, Phineas and Billy won. I did see that. I did see that. Very interesting. Okay. Sure. I mean, I like Beyonce's performance. I just, Be Alive doesn't do anything for me. I'm sorry. I had never heard that song before I watched the Oscars. And I was watching with my friend Ryan. And he was like, girl, you, what? You don't, you've never heard this? I'm like, when, when would I have heard it? Like, now tell when, me who, ask Ryan if he be bopping down the street to be alive. Don't nobody to bop To be down alive. It. Nobody bopping it. it. It gave powerful. It felt very powerful when I was watching. I was like, oh, okay, like this it's is cute. It's a nice like, song. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, I'm not going, you know. It ain't the Lion King soundtrack. It's not. It's not. It's very much not. So that's that. I have in my defense, I was going to talk about Will Smith and Chris Rock, but the Twitter discourse is already extensive enough. I feel like you niggas can probably guess what I think about it. So I'm going to leave it at that. I'm scared. I'm going to go do it. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go in a different direction altogether. I feel like people are really sleep. I, I just feel like Sweetie is on to something with her food preferences. I just think that Sweetie is on to something with her food, food preferences is that she's correct. She put ranch on top of spaghetti. And I also put ranch on top of spaghetti in my free time. And it's 
top notch, top tier, A1, delicious. And Are you, you can't okay? convince me. And you can't convince me that all of you bitches would not love it should you taste it yourselves. So next time I come to Atlanta, Jewel, I'm going to go ahead and uh, have you make some spaghetti and I'll bring the ranch. That'll be my contribution to dinner. And then I'll put it on top or in the whole pot of spaghetti and then we can eat it. And I think it'll be great. Are you being serious? I'm being very serious. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. See, and I have a very controversial food take and I was going to bring it on here, but my boyfriend and my friends have told me never to speak it out loud in public because it is very embarrassing to them. I quite frankly don't care and I won't be telling it. But what I'm stunned by for you and Sweetie is that y'all hear the nasty shit that y'all be eating and y'all have no shame. There's no hesitation in you to share that. I'm not actually, I'm not that appalled by spaghetti and ranch, but I feel like that's not the most controversial thing that you like. And I want to know the most controversial. I want to dig into it. Go on. What else do you be putting together, Sequoia? I like, uh, a candy cane shoved in a pickle. Huh? <laughs> a candy cane. You, you, you shove no, it up No, because ha- no, 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 no. Yeah. How did you even decide? Like, at what, what's, what was the scenario in which you were sitting there with a candy cane and you were sitting there with a pickle, p- dry pickle juice and you was like. I thought everybody did that. It's something, it's something I always the, did. Rock me through the, the framing in your mind when you decided know. to merge the two. I don't know. I thought everybody did that. I thought it was. Did a, somebody thought, recommend it to you, or did you make it up? like a lollipop? I thought it was like a lollipop. You know, you know, you take the candy, you put a pick on top, you take the candy cane, you you okay. So what you gotta do is you gotta take the tip of the candy cane and whittle it down to a point with your mouth. You gotta suck. So on now it you double dipping. Yeah, I hope you, you pour this it. pickle juice into a cup. Ain't no pickle juice. I'm putting it in the pickle. <laughs> Sequoia, don't yeah. say nothing else to me. <laughs> so you whittle the candy cane into a point and then you shove it in the pickle in the long ways. And then you bite the pickle and suck on the candy cane in the middle. So walk me through. Garrick, family member, friend, somebody is sitting next to you when you do this. And what is the reaction? So embarrassing. I've never I've never done it in front of anybody because people act really crazy behind it. I but you're comfortable saying it out loud. Yeah. I try to eat pickles around Garrick and he act like I'm trying to kill him. He don't like pickles. He'd be like he like pickles on things. He's like, I can't believe you just take a pickle out and eat it. Yeah, nigga. What? I'm confused. What are you confused about? So yeah, I put a little candy cane in there too, and it's delicious. Okay. Well anyway, <laughs> and so <laughs> So that was my controversial take. My and my defense is that ranch and spaghetti is delicious. And that's that on I, that. Whatever. I don't put ranch on spaghetti, but I, I in my mind, ranch and spaghetti probably comes from because people eat side salads with spaghetti. And then the yes. side salad ranch just kind of touch the spaghetti and you're like, OK, this go together. And you just kind of whatever. Like I come from very country families, as you know, and. My family, if it's on the plate, they just, it's just now it's all one and we just going to eat it up like that. So like right. that, I'm not appalled by it. I just think that you and Sweetie should, I don't want to say it's a lack of decorum, but I do think that is a lack of, <laughs> <laughs> I do think it's a lack of, uh, like you're being a little too transparent and maybe you should bring it back. 
Like I think not you need to have decorum. I do think you need to have a little more shame in your life. Ain't no shame over here, baby. We good. You know when people, when women tweet things that they be doing for men, and the people in the comments be like, "I'd rather count all the grains of sand in the Jewel. ocean." Why would you bring this up? Because okay, I was going through my fucking time hop this you week. You did some embarrassing. I was always doing some fucking embarrassing shit. Like literally, it was so consistent. I was just tweeting like, like I don't even remember. I was so embarrassed. I wanted to, I wanted to quote tweet something. With that meme of that girl being like, stand up. I wanted to quote tweet one of my old tweets of me being embarrassing with, with, with like that stand up girl. And I realized that they were too embarrassing to even bring back, which Ms. I don't Wait, often do? feel. I don't even often feel that. I Give searched boyfriend. Example. I searched boyfriend in my handle and I was like, oh my fucking God. I did you delete the most... them? No, no, I did not. I was like, I am the most cringe person I have ever seen mind you i've been on twitter since 2011 y'all it has been 11 long not nah, jewel going to her computer immediately i know y'all you know can hear this I- right now i know she can hear this right now the girl's gonna look for this shit immediately okay. it's the way that i'm i said oh my god all of this is so bad so okay, yeah let's see stand up sweetheart the more recent ones to the bottom good. Yeah, I'm yeah the more recent ones is good. I don't want the new ones. I want the old. I want the old. Oh, them want old the old. ones when I was dating that boy for five years? God damn. Sequoia, but why didn't you delete them? Like, why would you leave them up? Because that's who I was. Uh, that's who okay, I was. Excuse me. <clears throat> <laughs> it would be in hashtag OOMF, one of my followers' best interests. Not this is the one. Swimming shit. And stay away from my boyfriend, Angel Emoji. Oh, my God. Bitch, Uh, if uh, you was worried about bitches and your nigga, you should have. You know what? Oh, my God. I was so good. I couldn't even bring none of these back. I couldn't even accurately read quote tweet things. I was like, what the fuck was that? It's one about you having a white boyfriend. Oh, this is a, it says X. I thought it said boyfriend because no, I was gonna that's I was gonna clown on you. So never mind, never mind. Oh my god! But no, that's the one. The one that you read is definitely the the one where I was like, girl, what the fuck? And do you see how God works? How I scrolled right to it because apparently scrolled you tweeted about boyfriends a lot, but it's right the way that I scrolled right to, to it. it. Knew the exact. That's incredible. One. I'm talking about one of my followers needs to stay away from my boyfriend. Girl, nobody wants you. Nobody wanted. So I did this one. once. I did this once, and I don't know if I told you that. Um, the girl that I was beefing with is my current boyfriend's cousin. You did tell me that. Wild. Yeah. I and I I tweeted her. <laughs> and the funny thing is she had she was she has the like her name was the same name as like a very random reality TV person, like a contestant from like a show a long time ago. Yeah. And so so when I tweeted her full name, because I didn't just say one of my followers, I tweeted her full name. Why did you tweet her full name? Why did you do and that? And when I tweeted her full name, it showed up in my Google, like, because I get Google, um, what's it called? Google alerts on myself. It showed up as, like, <laughs> Google alerts. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. That I was beefing and what was you with doing? this girl. I was telling her she needed to come. What well, he wasn't my nigga no more. He had left me for her. Oh my God. But I was just like, well, girl, you already got him. Leave me alone. This was in high school. This was in my youth. But I was like, we already got him. Why are y'all tormenting me? Take him and go. And so I was embarrassing. Stand up. Oh my God. 
stand up. Stand up. So then for like two, like for like two years, I had to work on trying to get my Google SEO to like drag that to the bottom because it was like the first. (laughs) It was like the first thing that came up when you Google my name. (laughs) Oh my god! This is why you know what I was just saying to Gary. Kids all go through the dumb teenage years, and now ours are cemented on the internet. Our dumb teenage shit is permanent on the internet. This is true, but you're not even making an effort. Like, I deleted my tweets because I've been I on Twitter since... I bad ones. The no, ones where I'm just I've embarrassing been... myself, no. I, I'll leave it. But if I've I'm been ever on Twitter... stupid, I'll delete Sequoia. it. Sequoia, I've been on Twitter since 2009. I was on Twitter in the 10th grade. And the reason I got on Twitter, because the same boyfriend had broken up with me to be with the girl, and I was heartbroken. And I couldn't post about it on Facebook because everybody was on Facebook. So I got me a Twitter so I could post about my heartbreak on Twitter. And then everybody came over there to Twitter, and I said, this is my safe space. No. Nobody needed my sad girl tweets of 2009. Nobody needed that. I did need those. No one needed that. And so, yes, did I, I, when I graduated college, I said, there is nothing that I have said beyond this before 2014 that needs to exist on the web. That's very fair. I have deleted large chunks of my Twitter, but not the really old stuff. I've been like chunks in the middle, like uh, between like 2014 and 2014. 16 don't exist on my Twitter. I don't know. I tried I to delete my whole Twitter you, and it just did that. I can guarantee you that there was some foolishness you said in 2011 that should go. It was really embarrassing. Moving on past my embarrassing foolishness. A song of the week. A song of the week. I brought a song of the week. What you bring, Jewel? I've been trying to figure out who sing this song, but I know the name of it. You don't have Google, Jewel? Okay, I got it. It was by Calvin Harris and the Disciples. But the reason it wasn't coming up before is because I Googled how deep is your love and it was bringing up the Bee Gees song. Of course, and I said, that's right. not what I'm looking for. Are you talking about how deep is your love? Is that song? Yeah, that's a cute little vibe. And I feel like it got a bad rap on TikTok because everybody was using that as an example of how white people dance to music versus how black people dance. Do you remember that? Yeah. Do you remember that? All of this. Yeah, like I don't know what that was, but it got a bad rap on TikTok because people were using that to show how white people dance to music versus how black people dance. But I was watching Bridgerton season two, and they use you know Shonda they like do orchestral versions of like popular songs on that show. I didn't. Okay. Have you ever you never seen Bridgerton? Mm-mm. You're not missing much. Anyway, because it's set back back in the during day, they use like orchestral versions of modern songs. Okay. So they did an orchestral version of How Deep Is Your Love for one of the like big scenes. I imagine that's kind of po- I imagine that's kind of fire. I'm not going to lie, the orchestral versions of most of the they did one of Wildest Dreams by my girl Taylor Swift. <laughs> I'm about to say I've never heard of that song, that's why. <laughs> anyway, they do orchestral <laughs> versions of a lot of songs and they're actually pretty fire. When I was watching it last night, it reminded me of like this song is actually a bop in general. And so yeah, that's my that's my song. That's a good one. Okay. I'll definitely have that one. That is a prime white bop. That's good. This is one of the girls that spawned the girls of today. This is one of the girls who is being understated in her influence in these girls today. Her name is Miss Toblo. And the song is called. Oh, Habit. my girl. Okay, right. The song is called Habit. Gotta stay high all the time. I like Tublo a lot. She's great. She was one of the girlies that was a songwriter long before she was a, a singer herself. And so her songs are just prime bops. 
they're very just well-made pop songs. She has a song called Cool Girl that is um, inspired by my favorite monologue from my girl, Amazing Amy of uh, Gone Girl. <laughs> you never seen Gone Girl? No. <laughs> you ain't never seen Gone Girl? No. What do you be watching? Y'all don't watch not damn movies. I do you know what Gone Girl is about? A girl that is gone and missing. <laughs> okay. Gone Girl. I'm angry. Gone Girl is a movie basically about this girl. I cannot spoil it or are you going to be mad? Spo- you can spoil it for me. Just tell the people that you're spoiling it. Spoiler alert, people. Gone Girl It's Gone Girl came out a long time ago. Please, move on. Gone Girl is basically this movie. There's this girl. Her name is Amy. Her parents wrote these like childhood books about her called Amazing Amy. And they were like inspired by her. Anyway, she got money in her trust fund from from that shit. Okay. She meets this guy who's a writer. They start dating. Perfect love. Blah, 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 blah. His family dies and he gets laid off and they move back to his hometown. Because they were like in New York living a nice life. Okay. He gets laid off. His family dies. They move back to New York with her trust fund money. With her trust fund money to take care of her mama because her mama got can- his mama got cancer or some shit. He opens up a bar. Some of this is with her trust fund money. Like a lot of this is they're living off of her money by now. Okay. He opens up a bar with his twin sister and he becomes a professor. All of this shit. One day he comes home on her anniversary. She's gone missing. And mm. she's left some clues. Mm. Like, and the police are like, oh, these are clues to her. Like, they think she's dead. These are clues to her murder. But every year they do like a scavenger hunt for their anniversary. So he's like, no, this was just a scavenger hunt for our anniversary. Come to find out the nigga was cheating with one of his students. She found out, faked her disappearance and death to get back at him. Period. Period. <laughs> Absolutely. That's my type of carrying on. And went on the run. Yes. Yes. And I said, now, Amy, you took it a bit too far because she was trying to get this man a death penalty. I said, Amy, you took it a, a wee it. bit too far. Mill Patrick Harris along the way dies. Stop. She took it too far. But did I understand the sentiment? Hell yes. yeah. Hell yeah. But did she take it too far? Yes. Anyway, in the midst of this, there's this monologue about cool girl. And she's like, for the longest, I was a cool girl for my husband. Like, I gave him head whenever he wanted to. I played video games. I like shaved every week. Like, you know, like my legs were always smooth. All of this. Like she goes through this whole list of like the ways in which she was like the perfect girlfriend and the ways in which he didn't appreciate none of it. Anyway, Tuvlo has a song called Cool Girl that's basically based off of that monologue. It's like one of my favorite monologues in that movie. You got to watch it and you got to listen to Tuvlo's Cool Girl. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm getting my cultural, my cultural everything from Jewel now. Yeah. That's crazy. I'm definitely going to have to watch that. Cause you feel it, you're like, dang, you was doing all this, sis. And this nigga don't need was cheating with a with a student. With a little teeny bopper. Oh my god. Oh, men are so trifling. Trifling. Oh like, my- are you okay? <laughs> it's so trifling. What is What's, wrong? Why would you behave this way? Like, I I still contend that Amy could have just got the bar shut down and took her money back or something. She didn't need to go that far, but I do understand the revenge plot. When they go low, when we y'all go, go low. Lower. We go lower. We go lower. <laughs> ain't no, ain't no take the money back, bitch, because you know I can do that, babe. That's too easy. Go, you know, you we knew we that was lower. coming. You knew that if you got caught, so you probably prepared for me to take the money back because you know you're doing wrong. You know you probably got a little bit of cash stash in the back because you know that if you get caught up, you're gonna have to have somewhere to go. I can't even do that. I'm gonna fucking get you framed, and <laughs> you're getting the death. death penalty. Okay, it's gonna be on <laughs> you. Okay, right. So take you, him out. you know how Beyonce said, "How does it feel now that you've killed me?" 
Period. To the gallows. To the gallows. To the gallows. So anyway, I say all that to say Tuvlo is my girl. Okay. The way she just be taking inspirations from everywhere. We love her. Wow. Wait, that is such good pop. That is such that is such a good pop reference. That is so good. so good. Wow, new respect. Okay, I don't even know Tovalo like that. I just know this one song. Now I'm gonna have to pay attention to her. I'm gonna let her discography because clearly she got some substance to her. Okay, I wonder if Tovalo likes Red Lobster because that is the main topic of today. Oh no. Uh, I imagine she does. If she has tastes like that, you know what I mean. She probably does also like Red Lobster. So. Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docuseries, and documentaries. I get all the -the behind-the-scenes stories. I cover everything from The Bachelor, Selling Sunset, and Real Housewives to Tinder Swindler, The Last Dance, and Secrets of Playboy. Join me as I ask all the questions that you want asked. And best of all, I'm the most trusted source on what to watch every week. I will give you a guide on everything from true crime and sports to competition, calling from all streaming and cable networks. The best guests, the best shows and series, Reality Life with Kate Casey. You like Red Lobster, Sequoia? What you... Yeah, I'm confused. You don't like it? I'm just curious. Oh. I want your thoughts. Oh, yeah. It's uh, it's tasty. You first. It's primarily fried, and I like that um, often, and delectable, and seafood. Red and Lobster like is delectable? <laughs> <laughs> Red Lobster tasty to me. To a, to a is that like the word me. you meant to use? You, you meant to say Red Lobster was delectable. That's what I said. Yes, yes, that's that's what I okay. said. Okay, it's delectable and just high, you know, high end. And what delic- you be ordering when you go to Red Lobster? So I have my menu order right here. Actually, I'll pull that bitch right up. Now they have had some new additions since the last time I've been to Red Lobster. I haven't been to Red Lobster probably in like a decade, y'all. I haven't been to a Red Lobster. And in like you sitting here to me, it's delectable. Sequoia, <laughs> shut up! Don't say nothing else. Sequoia, don't say another word because you see what I'm saying. Not you over here caping for somebody. You. You ain't gave them your money in a decade. At all. I ain't been a Red Lobster in and a decade. Back, and, and, and if we being honest about it, a decade ago, it wasn't your money when you was going to Red you Lobster. You goddamn right. I ain't never spent a dollar in Red Lobster. <laughs> my money, you damn right. I want to move on. I want to move on. So, so here's my order. So they have a new menu item. They have clam chowder. I am a clam chowder girl. A clam chowder stand. New England clam chowder. I live and die by that soup. It's nothing y'all can tell me about clam chowder. They have New England clam chowder. The way that when I saw that today, when I was researching for this episode, and I went on DoorDash to see if they had, if they delivered Red Lobster to me today trying to get that clam chowder to see if it hit. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with a little soup. I'm going to start off with clam chowder. Can clam chowder from Red Lobster? Don't say that. You don't know if they can it. You don't know what they do. You don't know and what they do. And you know that they wasn't up there short. Okay, come on. You don't know what they do to the clam chowder. Okay. Secondly, the popcorn shrimp. Give me a little popcorn shrimp after I after I finish off my little cup of clam chowder. Give me a little popcorn shrimp. I'll definitely have that. I'll take some um some ketchup on the side, maybe a little hot sauce in the ketchup. Mix it around just to give the little ketchup a little bit of oomph. Delicious. I'll have that. And then I'm gonna have as my main course garlic shrimp scampi. Garlic shrimp scampi is delectable. I, I'm a garlic girl as well. I love garlic. All things garlic. I'll always have it. And then to finish it off, I'm gonna have some cheddar bay biscuits but the thing about the cheddar bay biscuits is 
I don't like cheese. And so I'm going to pull the cheddar out. I'm going to pull the little Sequoia pieces of cheddar. I'm going to pull the little pieces of Sequoia. cheddar out of the biscuit and eat around it. But the cheddar Sequoia. made biscuit hits. So that's Grow my up. Meal. Grow up. No, I won't. No. Here's the thing. Because you sit here talking about, I don't know if a Red Lobster's New England clam chowder is canned or not. I have made clam chowder. It is a very labor-intensive meal to prepare. And I know for a fact that them niggas are not in the back of Red Lobster <laughs> doing all that to make your clam chowder. Why would you say that? You don't know what the chef in the back of clam chowder uh, of Red Lobster is doing. It's probably the fresh clams. They probably in the back. And this is no shade. This is no shade to nobody that work at the Red Lobster. I am not minimizing your roles as chef, as cook. It's no disrespect. However, what I do know, okay, you should be ashamed of yourself. The best thing <laughs> on that menu <laughs> the best thing on that menu is the Cheddar Bay Biscuits, and you done fucked them up. <laughs> the second best thing on the menu is the mozzarella sticks, and you don't eat cheese, so you're not going to eat them. I love mozzarella sticks. I just take the cheese out Bomb. and eat the, eat the bread with the marinara sauce. I literally am about to leave the studio. Like, there's a red <laughs> button at the bottom that says leave the studio, and I'm about to press it, because now you're pissing me off, because that makes no sense. It's delicious. It's delicious. You like cheese sticks, sub the cheese. Yes, I like the breading around the cheese stick, and so I peel the breading off. Sometimes I'll just, you know how on a crab leg, when you crack it open, sometimes you get the whole piece of meat in one one swoop? That's what I do with cheese sticks. I just take the cheese out, hopefully in one swoop, and I just have a whole bread stick left, and then I dip it in either ranch or marinara sauce, and then I eat it. You don't think that's embarrassing? Why would you put ranch on and a cheese stick? for who, babe? Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why you would put cheese sticks in ranch. I'm not embarrassed at all. I'm having a good time with my cheeseless cheese stick and my ranch. You know what? In fact, you can even fill it with ranch instead of instead of mozzarella. And then I'll put the marinara sauce as a dipping side. It is delicious. Wow! I actually should create that fried ranch. That's what that is. Wow! Wow! First of all, ranch is kept cold. And you think that you're going to fry it. And ranch is kept cold for my who? St- my stomach hurts. My stomach hurts. <laughs> Maybe you should now you talking about putting, babe. Because now, now you're talking about putting ranch dressing in the fryer. My stomach hurts. What's the problem? Your stomach don't hurt? No, my stomach, my stomach is having a good time. My stomach is like, yeah, bring that here. Are you a troll? Because like, there's no way that you genuinely, there's no way that you're being dead serious in this conversation. There's no way that you want to convince me that you take the cheese out of cheese sticks and just eat the bread. I do. I do do exactly that. One time I made my dad after work, my dad had a really labor intensive job. I made him after work go find me some cheese sticks because I was craving it real hard and bring it home from work only to snatch the cheese out them bitches and dunk it in marinara sauce. He was sick. He didn't appreciate it. But I did. I appreciated the labor to go get uh, my cheese stick. It's a wonder that you have any friends, family, <laughs> a loved one. Because the things that you put people through, <laughs> the things that you put people through. What are you talking about? That's the same as like labor of love. You said clam chowder is labor intensive. And so I thought that was you saying that you would make it for me. And I think it's essentially the same type of concept. You have labors of love for those. I would make New England clam chowder for you. That's what I heard you say. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to see if that's what I said. That's what, that's we gonna what see. I heard you say. We're going to see if that's, see if that's, what, that's I what I said. 
<laughs> Next time you come over, we gonna, we gonna confirm or deny if that's what I said. That's what I had thought that you said, so maybe I was wrong. But okay, but I wanna know your order. What's your what's your real life order since you since you know everything with your degree? You said cheddar bay biscuits. Black people love a good biscuit and Popeyes and Red Lobster do biscuits well. Have you ever had biscuits with breakfast? Of course, I'm black from exactly. the South. What are exactly. you talking about? Exactly, exactly, exactly. Y'all don't be eating biscuits. Wait, y'all don't be eating biscuits with breakfast all the time in California? Well, not all the time. I have it, but not all the time. No. And I put syrup on it, you know, do a little dunk in the syrup, and it's delicious. And I love it. Not you acting like this is a, a novelty. Excuse me? Okay, so when I try to tell you, hold on, hold on, hold on. So when I try to tell you about pickles with that's not the same thing as a biscuit with syrup, Sequoia. How 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 now how 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 is it different? What do you mean how is it different? How is it different? Because it's two things that don't go together. You see how sometimes people put Kool-Aid with their pickles. So how is it different? I wanna know what people. So you ain't never had Kool-Aid with pickles either. I don't do that. So you're not ghetto, you're just southern. Anyways. I want to, for the record, do you see how I didn't say nothing? You see how she just assigned all them labels to herself? Because I ain't said a word. I'm I'm not up here. Hey, I'm okay with it. Okay, I'm okay with where I land. I feel like there are some more controversial food takes that you have, and I want to know what they are. I think you're holding back. I think you can always tell us more. I think that you can always sing sing on the podcast, but you don't be doing that. Why would I degrade myself for you? One of us, as per the fact that we refuse to delete our childhood tweets, <laughs> is okay with looking like a clown on the internet, and one of us is not. That's true. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. One of us cares about their public image, and one of us is like, <laughs> my public image is clowning. And you're going to get what you get, and that's it. So I'm not seeing the problem. But anyways, biscuits seem to be the the determining factor on whether the success of a of a black marketed restaurant takes home. Oh my God. CC Popeyes, CC Red Lobsters. I had a question for you, but now I feel like I already know the answer because you have disparaged Red Lobster so heavily that I feel like I don't even have to ask the question. I was going to say, do you prefer Papado or Red Lobster? Girl, now you know the darn answer. Now you just being disrespectful. You know I love me some papado. You love you some papado, and me too. And you know what? I haven't been to papado in a while because nobody loves me enough to take me. Do you need to continue uh, getting that off your chest, or? Mm-mm. No. It's just interesting because I've expressed to a lot of people in my life, you, friends, family, you know, etc., that I love papado, and that I, I desire, <laughs> and that I desire to go to papado. As a matter of fact, I date somebody who lives near a Papado. But niggas get shot in the parking lot. So he won't take me because he said that he said I'd be shooting over there. Niggas get shot in the parking lot at a Papado he lived by. So my name is Tom Buck, and this is the Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts.
And I said, that's a lot. But I did go by there one time and there was a guard with his gun out in the parking lot. But you want him to risk your life so you can eat some sausage and some shrimp. Yes. Correct. What do you mean, Papa Do slaps? Like, and I'm okay if you say, like, you know, the one over near me is a little hoodastic. Let's go to the one across town. I'm okay with that. They got a Papa Do in Gwinnett. We can go to. You want him to drive to Gwinnett? Are you saying I'm not worth driving to Gwinnett? Well, I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. You see how you see how you are. I just I'm just trying to trying to figure out: Am I not worth a drive? Am I not worth sacrificing a few little bullets? Oh wow! A ricochet. You gonna take that up with etc. Because I don't know. Am I not? You gonna take that up? <laughs> not etc. Not etc. <laughs> Am I not worth sacrificing a little ricochet for my happiness? A ricochet bullet, babe. Like just like a little flesh wound for my. For my happiness, for my contentment, I for me to I get was me a clown here. I don't know. For me to get a, a cup of gumbo. For me to get, you know, some fried shrimp, some fried fish. See now, if you wanted some fried shrimp and some fried fish, and that's it. Red Lobster is right up the block. Girl, I done ran into Stevie J and Jocelyn at Red Lobster. You're not finna convince oh, me that that's no. any less ghetto and less ratchet <laughs> oh, than Papa. No. So, oh, no. Not Stevie J, and, Stevie J and Jocelyn at the Red Lobster. And if I'm going to get shot, I'm going to get shot Papa, though, not Red Lobster. And my obituary is not going to be she went out at the Red Lobster. Now, if she went out at the Papa, though, that's okay. I'm okay with that being my legacy. But I'm not okay with Red Lobster being the way that I go out. Uh-uh. That's okay. You know what? I believe you on that. I believe you on that. And you know what? I just want y'all to think about it because I turned 30 later this year. And like maybe maybe you all want to come together and plan an extravaganza for me at Papa Why? I thought you were turning 29 this year. You turned 30? I don't know why you thought that because I, I turned 29 I last year. I swear I asked you at the beginning of this year, is this the year you turned 30? And you said no. Sequoia, I turned 29 last year. So you lied to me. Well, I never, we never had this conversation. Anyway. Um, Okay. But yeah, so I turned 30 this year. So if anybody wants to come together and plan a a birthday 30 year old, that sounds really ratchet. But if anybody wants to come together and plan a 30th extravaganza for me at Papado. Okay. Okay. And we, uh, we're, we're turning 30 in Libra season. That's June Come on now. season. October. October Libra. We have an October Libra Noah's. among us. Okay. She has a, she's a, oh no, Drake is a Scorpio. Anyways. Um, moving on. Great. I will talk to etc. about getting the Papa Doe 30th birthday extravaganza popping for the girls. And, you know, I'll get back to you. He's going to say, let me know where to send my check. Because <laughs> <laughs> I won't be in attendance, but. Um, let me know. Let me know where to send my check. I hope y'all have a good time. <laughs> and I will let him know where to send his check. And it's going to be the check for the whole table. Know. Whole table getting, whole table eating. Yeah, if you can send us a check for about 600, that probably, that probably Also, good. since you don't want to come, run it. Hey, run, yeah, it run, it, run, run it, run it, run it, run it then. And I don't have no problem with that. If that, that, that how it works for him, that's how it works. Period. I'm done. Go on, Sequoia, move on. Okay, I'm moving on. Lyrics. It's so many lyrics with, oh, no. with Red Lobster in it. Beyonce obviously has most notorious one. The lyric in question is, when he fucked me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster because I slay. And then she repeats it again. When he fucked me good, I take his ass to Red Lobster because I slay. Red Lobster sales jumped by 33% when Beyonce said Why did you have to come with stats? Yeah. And so what I'm just saying is, if Beyonce like Red Lobster, why can't you like it? What's the problem? Beyonce don't eat at Red Lobster. So you hate Beyonce. Beyonce said 
what's a line that I could give for everyone <laughs> to think that I'm every woman? It's all I'm woman. So everybody can, so everybody could think that I I am an everyday girl. That I'm like the rest and of red the lobster was the red lobster was the first correct. And red lobster was the first thing that came to mind. If we was to pull the MX, the black card or whatever, I don't know what the rich people cards look like. If we was to pull it and type in red lobster in the the search, I right. bet nothing would come up because there have been no transactions. She does not go to red lobster. Now, if we did get the MX and we typed it in and she ate that shit once a week, you gonna reconsider red lobster? No, because Beyonce also eats Popeyes all the time. So, like, you know. You don't like Popeyes? I don't dislike Popeyes. Oh, you're but anti-black. I'm not going to eat it as well. Oh, it's giving anti-black. I like Popeyes. And I love to dip. Now, here's my controversial food take. I order two piece, two legs with a side of fries, an extra side of rice and beans. And then I take the rice and beans, and instead of using a fork, I dip the fries. I do that. I do Girl, that exact thing. I do that. Boss. Exact it's thing. so good, it's right? incredible. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. It's so yeah. Know me. Good. Now, that's what I do at Popeye's. Yeah. I'm having stress. I'm going to need to get Popeye's or Red Lobster yeah. tonight. Yeah. Run me some fries. Dip it in the... Use that as the scoop up the red beans and rice. No me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Incredible. Okay, so you so, think that you I are... I do like Popeye's. Okay, but you're too good for Red Lobster and, and you hate Beyonce. That's fine. Um, moving on to the next you see song. <laughs> Fez are watching by 2 Chains. He, uh, who, who is the person that mentions this? Rick Ross says... Nope, it's not Rick Ross. Who, who, who Say that? the line and I'll tell oh, you who said it. You're not going to know, are she you? Sequoia, what's the line? Oh, it's 2 Chains. <laughs> okay, he said, I'm known to kick it like the captain of a soccer team. Billie Jean, red leather, same color, red lobster. And she brainwashed, yeah, head doctor. No, I wouldn't have got that one. Right, now. exactly. But I did last time. Last time you said something and I corrected you because you said Rihanna said That's it. That's true. It was That's true. Jesus. You did do that. You did do that. Okay, I'm going to let you have that. So, boom. That's another one. We got Beyonce and 2 Chains now. That That's that's who Jewel is too good for. And then Omarion. Omarion, on his song, Know You Better, he has a feature from Rick Ross on the remix. And they say, or Rick Ross says, oh my God, not me getting all these people wrong. Genius needs to put who said it on the thing real quick. You embarrassing yourself. No, I'm not. Okay, who is it? Yes, you are. Who who, who, who said this? No, Rick Ross said it on the this other song. This is crazy. Stop. Oh, it was uh, Pusha T. And Pusha T says, these niggas on the same shit, Red Lobster, Red Bottom, selling dope, don't think next thing Fez got them. Got it. So Pusha T also think he's too good for Red Lobster. You and Pusha T in the same boat in that way. I think that you are. First of all, you keep putting words to me and Pusha T, but I was being Pusha T in my business. I don't have. I go to. I told you before Granny died. I went to Red Lobster once a year. That is one more than you have gone in the past decade. Oh, not the drag, not the drag. Hold on, I don't go to Red Lobster because Red Lobster doesn't like non-black and I live in a non-black space in Los Angeles and so it's not accessible to me and that's not my fault oh so you don't live in a black community no Hmm? yeah it's real it's real mute (laughs) (laughs) it's real quiet out here now that's what I thought I don't like you. What we got the next lyric Walk a Flock of Flame and Oh Let's Do It Remix 
Sequoia. It's Rick Sequoia, Ross. Sequoia, please. It's Rick Ross. It's Rick Ross. It's Rick Ross. He said, he said, took my bitch to Red Lobster. I can't feed no friends, ho. Bitch, I'm on this high horse. Jewels I rock. I die for. Dude, the way you just butch- butchered that cadence, do you not know Ola do it? <laughs> I do. I do know Ola do so it. Sure. I'm I not do. so sure. I know it. I know it. I love Waka. If I ran into Waka at Red Lobster, I would be happy. He does seem great. Waka Flocka Flame actually does seem great. I know his mom. Did I tell you when I was? Shit, but he seems great. When I got dragged that time by them people on inter- on the internet because they were mad because I told them that their website wasn't credible, Waka Flocka DM'd me and was like, stay up, queen. <laughs> wow. Waka, if you want to come be on our show, we'd love oh, to have Waka. you. Come clear up Thank the- you, Waka. Oh, wow, he seems like, he actually that seems like. was so kind. A nice man yeah. with head on his shoulders. He said he left rap because he wasn't good at it. He was like, I just feel like I wasn't adding nothing to it. And I left. Like, we love a self-aware Waka king. Flocka is funny as hell. Yeah. He seems, he seems I great. I like that about him. He seems great. I do like that about him. Um, there was one other thing. That, oh, 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 yes. White people boycotting Red Lobster because they thought it was racist. Oh, no. White people boycotting Red Lobster because they thought it was racist due to Beyonce. Oh, okay. Because I was like, what did, I figured this had something to do with Beyonce. Yeah, it has to do with Beyonce. So white people decided they wasn't going to more because Beyonce said it during her... Uh, because of formation? Yep. Well, that's just a leap. Like getting mentioned in a song. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand that. Is that a real thing? Yeah. I saw a headline. I was When I was searching for this. I saw the headlines. Sequoia, like, that doesn't oh, make any sense. I mean, I didn't read articles, so I can't tell you make it make sense. I just saw the headlines. Okay, I'm done. Good night. Good night. All right, Joe Rogan. I can't here you go out here with a please po- no. here you go out here with a no. podcast and no. ain't listen to nothing. No. Misinformation. No, that's what the headline said. It said white people boycotting Red Lobster due to Beyonce. And I said, well, I mean, I want to be surprised, but I'm not surprised today at all. I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet where somebody said, "What if Will Smith had slapped?" Bob, is it Sagan? What's the one that died? Sagan. Danny Tanner. Yes. What if uh what if Will Smith had slapped Danny Tanner and he fell and hit his head and had a brain bleed and I died? Fucking tweet. Is this is funny now. And I was like, the lens <laughs> to which you people go. What if he had slapped Betty White and she fell and I died? Saw that and one. I'm just like I saw that. One. They said what Lil Nas X you see Lil Nas X tweet? What did he say? What if he had, what if Will Smith had a time machine, went back in time, slapped a baby Harriet Tubman for good reason, might I add, and she died on the spot and therefore never freed the slaves. Is that funny now? I love Lil Nas X so much. Oh my God. Because he is nothing but a clown. A troll. A big, big troll. Because I'm just like, when y'all heard, when you heard it and you was like, Bob Saget, like, at no point in your brain were you like, mm, like I thought that was a joke. Idea. I saw that tweet and I thought that was a joke, and then I started realizing that it wasn't a joke, and that somebody was dead ass that if he had slapped Bob Saget, it would be a problem. What the fuck do y'all be on the internet talking about? Please, <laughs> just... please, what do y'all be talking about on the internet? Because I I thought it was a joke. I thought it was satire. It was not. That shit was earnest. I don't understand. I'm sorry. I'm just, I went and looked at this little Nas X tweet and I'm crying. Nas <laughs> tweet was so funny. He's, he's ridiculous. But I mean, I feel like Lil Nas X is a good place to wrap up the podcast because niggas like Lil Nas X too. Niggas like Red Lobster. Niggas other than Jewel. Jewel, 
Do you identify as a nigga? Sequoia, are you well? You know that I'm a Negro. I don't understand the okay, question. Okay, well, I'm saying, you know, because niggas love Red Lobster. And like Joe Biden said, if you don't vote for me, then you ain't black. If you don't like Red Lobster, then you ain't black. I saw that quote and I said, Joe, I'm embarrassed. Joe, you know who? Why? Don't You got too comfortable, cup. Joe. You got way Joe. too comfortable. Joe, you don't need to say nothing to you. The Till the student loan debt is gone. Let me tell don't you say nothing else. Cause I don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear shit. We don't want to hear it, babe. We don't want to hear it. And until you're forgiving these motherfucking student loans, until I hear it's a permanent disruption of student loans instead of just an extension on these little whatever, I don't give a fuck about nothing that you have to say. Please. Zip your lips. And don't be up here talking about we, 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 uh, don't be up here talking about, uh, we black people, uh, go out for you because it's, it's debatable. We could, t- we could one day take it back. You know that, you know, black people will take back their support real quick. You know who had to learn that the hard way? Daniel Caesar. Stop playing with us. <laughs> Cause I said it's here one day and going to next. Cause black people will revoke their support real quick, honey. You know that? Really swiftly. So stop playing with us. We don't, we don't, we don't, we don't do that. We don't do that. So forgive these student loans. Stop playing with me. Thank you. For coming on this podcast this week, Jewel. I hope the fans Thank are happy to see you me. back. Yes. Jewel is also in the middle of a hair tutorial for me that I have special requested. So I'm feeling very good, feeling the love. I can't wait to get clam chowder um, handmade and prepared by Jewel for her 30th birthday. You're pushing it. Hmm? Mama. You're going to um, get the rest of this tutorial. <laughs> and that's about it. Jewel, do you want to tell them where you can find them? Is that something that you want? You, you can tell them where you can find them. Where they can find them. Yeah, you. my social media is at Jewel Wicker Show uh, on Twitter and on Instagram. And that's really it. I My TikTok, I don't share with people because I just want to lurk. Hey. um, I am Sequoia, your host of Black Food Love Paramore. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. If you would like to rate us on Apple Podcasts, and Spotify, you can do it on Spotify now. Go ahead and do that. Would have greatly appreciated. Again, if you're gonna rate us less than five stars, keep it. Don't just just keep it. One and two. Actually, if you could write a review out, would love that. Would love to see it. Thank you very much. Please feel free to email us at blackpeopleloveparamore at gmail.com. You can connect with us on social media across all platforms at BPLP Pod. Um, and I will see you. In two weeks, you know, this show comes out every other Thursday. In case y'all forgot, look for us in two Thursdays. And uh, if you have an idea for an episode topic, shoot it in my email. DM it to me, whatever you're going to do. I'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye, y'all.